0: Hi, folks, I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And here's the good news. This is real, and Colonel Jeff and Dr. Chris and I just recorded this to let you know I'm really good. I'm fine. I'm okay but I may not be back for a while. So Colonel Jeff and Dr. Chris have been bringing me all the cards and letters you've written, and I want you to know they mean a lot to me. They mean so much to me. You mean a lot to me. You mean a lot to them, and I hope we mean the same thing to you. It's very gratifying to know that we've started to really build something here. We can't wait to do it again. You're the best listeners a guy like me could ever wish for. So remember, until we come back... If you walked out of bed today and had a job to go to and a home to come back to and someone there who cares about you folks, the game's over and you've won. And that's still the truest thing I know. I hope it is for all of us, forever. So until my return, remember Homer is Homer, Pluto is a planet, and what do you ask every bad bartender in the world? Nominum quid geminus? That's Latin for, you call that a double? Still works beautifully. I'll be seeing you soon. And the colonel and the doctor send you their fondest hellos. Bye. From Level 5 City in Glendale, it's This Week with Larry Miller. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and everyone who likes laughing so hard at the supermarket, people notice. Hi, folks. Welcome back again to This Week with Larry Miller. I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And I just realized why I love, one of the reasons I love that march and that theme so much is it has a small crackle on the beginning of it, we've talked about this. Every time I meet people on the road, we all feel the same way. It's wonderful music. Jeff Fox found that, by the way. Colonel Jeffrey A. Fox. And uh, But the reason I love that theme so much, it gets better every week. It makes me smile every time the show starts. And I just realized one of the big parts of that is there's a little crackle just a second or two before it that sounds like somebody putting a needle down on a phonograph. It has that that very beef. And I find that very appealing. In fact, shall we, as long as I just talked about that, you want to just play it again for folks? Because it's it's a happy song anyway. Go ahead. Listen to this, folks. Good evening, I'm not going to do the whole thing again, but and by the way, I promise you, hold on. And <laughs> the bass drum, it's so silly, it's so wonderful. I promise you, I was about to say I'm not going to overplay that because it's just good, and you know what I mean. It's like chocolate or or, or drinking or anything else. Well, it's like chocolate. But, I mean, if you have too much, if you know, it just takes some of, the, some of the sweetness, some of the fun out of it. But I just had so much fun hearing that little, that tiny crackle for two seconds in the beginning. In any case, welcome. There's so much to do here. I'll tell you exactly what I mean about everything. But aren't they great, by the way? That's why I like this song. They're as great as always. That's, of course, the Chris Manley Orchestra and the Susan Thatcher Dancers featuring boy tenor Ezra Wiesner asking the musical question... Technically, though, wouldn't the five factor be a tower of bubble, not a tower of Babel? Susan, how right you are, and I'll explain that a little further, but first, and by Amazon. That's right, Amazon.com, where, as we're fond of saying here, you can get anything in the world except an actual Amazon. And by the way, if you figure out a way to get an actual Amazon, please let us know. Because we want to not only congratulate you, but we'd like to get an Amazon too. Not for me. I'm married. I realize that's an antique thought, but I'm married. But, but, but Jeff just held his hand up. And so if you could find an Amazon for Jeff. And by the way, that poster of Linda Carter would do just fine if you could find a real human like that. Boy, I'm, I'm sorry. In terms of the whole, by the way, question of marriage and, and, and God and adultery and everything, I, 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 I think if somehow Linda Carter on that poster, she is so chiseled on my 15-year-old brain, whatever reptilian part that is for 15-year-old boys, that poster of her arms akimbo in the Wonder Woman outfit, come on. I mean, that's just come on. And uh, I believe I'd have to say, gee, would you like to go to the junior high dance? In any case, and by Amazon. So what you do is, as you know, but I love saying it anyway because I've never been on it, that if you want to go to Amazon and buy anything in the world, go to our website first, which is www.acelarrymiller.com, which I knew without uh, Jeff putting it up. Oh, he did put it up. Why? You switch screens, though. Good Lord. You know something? That's what it's like for whatever it's worth dealing with me. I think I'm bright in some ways, but I'm really not bright in a lot of ways. And I looked at the bottom screen where it always is and said, Ha-ha, I knew it, and you didn't even put it up. And he pointed to the screen above it. Oh, oh, sure you did. There it is. Okay. But that's that's me. I, I don't need horse blinders on. I am a horse blinder. So in any case, though, you go to our website, www.hlarrymiller.com, and there's a banner there or so the colonel says, that says Amazon on it. You click on that banner, and that takes you right to Amazon, or so the colonel says, and then you order everything just the way it is, and we get a piece of that, and as we say every week, it goes to keeping the lights on here at Ace Broadcasting, and as soon as we start making dough, and making dough where we can buy each other drinks and little gifts, (laughs) and things like potpourri, which as you know would be very big around Ace Broadcasting here, Believe me, you'll be the second to know. And by the way, as I already said, I should thank them more, and I don't. Thank you, as always, to Colonel Jeffrey A. Fox, our producer. And he has made me promise that at least so far on the show, I will not say what the A stands for. I said, do you have a middle name today? And he said, yes. And I said, what is it? And he told me, and I I smiled. It was not a giggle, because I have an uncle named that. All right, a great uncle. But the point is that he said, don't say that name. I said, how about if I just say Jeffrey A. Fox? And he said, fine. So we'll see if we can prevail upon him in the next seven or eight years here at This Week with Larry Miller. At any rate, and to him, of course, as the producer of the show, we're really in sync. He's great great fun. Well, he found that march. Come on. Do you need to know anybody, any more about someone than that? So thank you to the colonel. And, by the way, as you know, recent recipient of the Doctor of Humane Letters from Larry Miller State University. Yes, it's a state school, but we're very proud of it. It's not technically accredited, but where our motto, Larry Miller State University, where our motto is two steps below safety school. So he is the recipient, of course, as you know, of the Doctor of Humane Letters. So please give a nice hand to Dr. Chris Lux. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold your horses! He's not here, is he? Is he, Colonel? No, he's not. And in fact, that's why the uh, stuff is on the different screen, isn't it, Colonel? Because he say he handles certain things that you don't do, and that's why the cans I'm wearing—and I never remember that word—that he always says, "How are the cans, Larry?" Meaning the headphones. That's why they're a little off today; they sound a little muted, and we couldn't quite figure out why. Because Chris isn't here. Is he, Colonel? No, no, no. I don't think he... Look, it doesn't matter. First of all, we trust him completely. It's not as if he just... Well, as usual, a lot of the gifts and prizes will now go to someone else because he chose not to be here. But I'm sure it's for a very good reason. And by the way, if you're out there and you're in a bar somewhere or you're on the road and you see Chris hitchhiking, just let us know. Because we want to make sure he's fine. Because he's not here! I love. We said we tease him like that. It's got to be something important, by the way. It's really got to be. Now, in the movie, this would be the quick cut to boom, 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 and he's lying back on pillows like that Star Trek episode where the women are have like blue skin and they're dancing in front of you. Well, you know the Vespasian girls are are said to be very impossible, really, to say no to. And then she dances and... Isn't that the one where Kirk is lying back there? Oh, that's the one where they keep putting the visions in his head. They're trying to get him to stay there on the planet or confess to something or other. And they keep... Well, you know, the blue-skinned women, they're the best. (laughs) I love that show. I loved it so much. At any rate, Chris is not here today. And, and of course, though, he was doing something fantastic. But uh, we don't know exactly what it is. But believe me, you'll know when we know. And... He, I don't think he knows, though, at this point. That Doctor of Humane Letters is really on the rocks right now. Because it's an honorary degree, and Larry Miller State University gave it to him. And as you know, well, I i have some pull with them. <laughs> After all, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. My name is not State or University, but I have other names invested in it. At any rate, though, we'll let you know exactly what happened to him. But first, it's time for... A five-fecta update. That's right. Chapter three, perfection. My five-fecta was perfect perfect. The gamble was perfect. It not only paid off, it was perfect. Remember I told you I was worried? Because I thought, am I reaching too high? Should I have stayed where two is true and two is for you? And should I have just stayed where it's useful and then added a third, perhaps, as the two degraded? But I said, I can do five again. And I thought, remember, because I had to split up the other four bars before, and I put the fifth one in the middle, and it was lopsided. And it looked like one of those spaceships from a movie in the 90s that where it goes by and And it looks cool, but you say, wow, that doesn't look like a very wieldy spaceship. And it looked bad, but I was right. And remember, I worried. I thought, am I reaching too high? Am I building a Tower of Babel? Have I lost my sense of humility, my sense of humanity? And that's why Susan Thatcher, by the way, was smart enough. It was a great line. That's why she wrote in the one we use today. Now, technically, isn't it a Tower of Bubble rather than a Tower of Babel? And as you know, you can't can't kill me with puns. I love puns because... The better they are, you're still never sure whether it's the best or the worst joke in history. And uh, I love that. I still, just, I just love puns. And that was hers. Thank you, Susan. But I was right about the five-fecta. And, in fact, now that it's decayed a little bit, I have chosen, and this is going to be up. We're going to make, by the way, a photo gallery on The Facebook page of This Week with Larry Miller. Jeff is nodding, yes, idiot, you got it right. (laughs) Jeff's, yes, there's going to be different galleries. One of them will be the five-fecta gallery because I chose as the replacement, the addition, the next bar. It's not a six-fecta now because it's decayed enough. After all, I'm i am not too vain. I wouldn't call it a six-fecta. But the, I, the one I chose was not another square bar onto which it would have gone easily. I picked, because I'm a gamesman, I'm a sportsman, I picked a curved bar, and you'll see the pictures up on the Facebook page of This Week with Larry Miller under the five-fecta gallery, which is just slightly less horrifying than night gallery used to be, the old Rod Stirling. God, he was great. But at any rate, the thing is, remember now, you can't bend the soap into the curved bar. The rules about five factors, remember, are you can't bend them because if they snap, you lose. It's still slope, sorry, it's still soap and you'll still use it because it's soap, but you've failed. So remember, breaking it never counts. And uh, Jeff had an idea before, by the way, that we have a contest where the winner, some kind of contest, where I will make a five-fecta for the winner. And uh, I thought that was a great idea, by the way, uh, except until I realized that's actually, if you think about it, grotesque. Because the whole point of the five-fecta is that you honestly use it with each bar. And that you honestly use it when you put two together, and you honestly use it when you make three and four, and that it's all honestly used, and that it's honestly usable with five, and that you've tried it out with five, and that it is, it is a legitimate, honorable five-fecta. And if that's all the case, that means you're sending soap to another human that has touched you all over. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And Jeff thought, why don't we make a gallery then, a rogues gallery of sort, for uh, people who want to send in pictures of their five factors. But that's why we're going to have a separate gallery on Facebook, because it's going to need a little warning of this may be... The, the, the implication of it may be a, t- a tiny bit gross, because what we're saying is, look, as you know, we we love you out there, and we're glad you like this show, and we're glad you're there. And we're glad things like the five factor are fun. But... Actual evidence of you shedding skin and being dirty is, I think, something that no one needs around here. Certainly not the colonel, certainly not me. Maybe Chris does, but we don't know because he's not here. But I'm sure it's fine, Jeff. By the way, you know how you wonder whether people... Anything happened to someone? I don't think anything happened to him. Oh, I gotta... This will never come up again, I have to tell. This This is such an old, silly joke that the... uh, In the middle of... (laughs) Because this will never come up again, so I'm going to tell it. You know, I'm not, considering I'm a comic, I don't remember jokes very well, but I just remember this one. That's why I want to get it out to you. Because, you know, you just don't remember jokes. So you remember, oh, regular joke jokes. So the thing is, it's in the middle of World War II, and two Jews have escaped from, the, from Warsaw, from the Warsaw ghetto, and they decide they're going to kill Hitler. They're going to assassinate Hitler. And they find out he comes to the same restaurant at 8 o'clock every night, and they get their guns ready, and they hide out, and they, they practice it, they rehearse it, they every single move. They know exactly how to sneak in through the ducts. They know how to climb down. They know where to wait eight o'clock every night. They try it out night after night, five nights in a row. And he perfect at eight o'clock. And then they look at each other and they nod. OK, tomorrow's the night. And they get there. 755 exactly as as planned. And suddenly seven fifty-eight, 59, eight o'clock. No, Hitler, he's not there. Nobody gets there. The staff car doesn't show up. Nothing. 8.02, 8.05, nothing. The first time, he's not there. Tonight's the night they're going to kill him. 8.10 and nothing. And then finally one of them turns to the other and says, gee, I hope nothing happened to him. (laughs) So... That's a pretty good joke, isn't <laughs> it? so silly. That's the point of jokes. Though. They should be silly. But so the thing is, you'll see when you go on the gallery page, yes, make your own five Fectas. We trust you because remember, the honor of it is that it's a real working bar of soap. And I'll show you mine, the story of the new guy as it comes in, because I'm going to bend the soap to the curve. And I will tell you, because everything here... That happens is true, and I will tell you. And if I break it, I will tell you, and I will photograph it. Because now I'm a camera-using pho- camera fool. I can't stop now that Jeff has taught me how to use the camera on the phone. And it's not a – It's not a. Fa- we, we may get another phone because I want to be able to text also from airports and do also all sorts of things like that. But so – and by the way, the reason, that, you know, the reason the five-factor comes in – well, this, this brings up other things like washcloths and, and soap and things. But you know what? I think maybe we'll save that for next week because a lot of things happened. And as you know, we have so much to talk about this week, including – that's right! A hamper update! And this hamper update – slides neatly into a lamp update. That's right. We'll have to get something new. Well, that is to say you will for the lamp update. But the hamper update is, and there are photos on this, we're going to have a a hamper photo gallery on the Facebook page of This Week with Larry Miller because you'll see. That's right. You'll see. The netting is ripping off even more. You'll see what is thrown onto that hamper, and not by me. And not by the children. And not by the dog, unless he's far more clever than I think he is. He's a deep file, that dog. Don't get me wrong. I don't trust him for a second. But I think I know, and I think you know exactly who is putting that new hamper in jeopardy. And yes, true, its a, I, I agreed from the start it would only be temporary. But to treat it this way is not right. And you'll see the pictures there. There was, well, let me just give you a clue, all right? There was a bra strap hooked from a hook onto the net that has now broken off the second piece of Velcro. That's right, not like the first one, which was which was slip shod. Uh, It might have been bad craftsmanship. I could always say, well, maybe they didn't staple it in well enough. But now there was a bra hook on the that that knocked it off the second the second piece of Velcro. And well, let me just put it this way. It's not my bra. First of all, it's not my size. And I, so that's how I could tell. Second, you know, mine, I like, I like the softer ones with the patterns. But the point is that, uh, by the way, I just want to point out that my wife, God bless her, actually has a good sense of humor about this stuff because she was the one yesterday, and this will come out in a story a few minutes from now, who was the one who said, why don't you get this bulb for your dopey lamp? And she said it with a smile, though. Not a full smile, but she called the lamp a dopey lamp. And I realized, you know what, actually that's what it is. It's a dopey lamp. And we have pictures of that up as well. Me relaxing like the country squire I am. Well, it's not a country house, but still, where I could be. By the way, when I said that, as you can imagine, you actually have to slowly sweep your left hand out from your body, and you say, that's right, where we can sit as gentlemen. That's right, where we can sit as the country squires we are. And at any rate, though, so that's the, uh, the hamper update, is that it's hanging in there, but I'm afraid the netting parts that separate the dark loads from the white loads is not long for this earth. By the way, I'm going to try actually, we'll see. I'm going to try to restaple it up there, but I'm I've got to be honest, I'm just not that handy stapling in fact is about the limit of the kind of things I, I can do. And uh, so that is our our 5-fecta update and our hamper update this this week. And, you know, I, but I wanted to tell you a story that just does lead into when my wife said, how about getting this light bulb? Because the lamp, by the way, the Christmas story lamp with the leg, it's so silly. It's so wonderful. And that's exactly true. And she was the one in Ralph's, which is a big uh, supermarket chain out here. I don't know if you know. But this was the process of a weekend That actually that's actually meant something, and it shows you the full scope of how life can be. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. On Saturday night, I got back from a job, a terrific job, by the way, in Hammond, Louisiana, at the Columbia Theater, where I did that show, Cocktails with Larry Miller. And once again, as is our habit, we plug dates in reverse. We plug the heck out of dates. I've already played. Very nice people, though. Very nice theater. Very nice plays. Hammond, and I saw a show before leaving with my wife. We're in bed together watching that that show, Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. And I know you know this feeling. And I love the show. I love all those shows, but you, you're never going to get to these places. I started writing them down. Also, I love Man vs. Food, and I started writing them down like a year ago, of play. But we, but let's be honest. You know, even when you say to your wife, "Honey, we've got to get to Memphis for that chicken," you you don't. You're not going. To. You're not going to Memphis for the chicken, even though they say, because when they interview people in the restaurant, you know how they all say it, that this is the best place that's ever been. Right? Oh, this chicken here is unbelievable. No, the way they do fish, but the sauce, fantastic. So the point is, though, that you're never going to go to any of these places. And there's a place near us that we saw on Diners, drive and Dives that I, we looked so good. And it was right near us. It's, it's like 20, 25 minutes away from us. It's called, I'm happy to plug them, it's called Fab Dogs, F-A-B, Fab Dogs in Reseda, in, uh, here in Southern California. And this is under the category, uh, Kind of. It's not, it's not a completely new category for the show here, but, and it's not a completely new category for life, for your life, for my life, for Jeff's life. We don't know about Chris because he's not here. But for everyone else's life... This comes under the category that of meals that are actually worth it. It looks so good at Fab Dogs. And I said to my wife, and I said to the kids before I went to Hammond, Louisiana, I said, you know, when we get back, because I'm going to be in town Saturday night, and I'm purposely not going to work Saturday night, even in some of my favorite places like the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa, and sometimes I'd go down there just to do a set, try some new stuff out. And I said, I'm not going to work Saturday night. We're going to go to Fab Dogs in Reseda and you know what my wife said you know what that sounds good now now the kids being kids you know they don't get too excited about anything they they know it's going to be good here's the point though on this particular night it was very difficult to get everyone motivated and everyone corralled and everyone dressed and everyone into the car. And one kid was mad at the other. And then the other kid is is just sullen about the whole, well, I don't want to go. And I get mad at him. What do you mean you don't want to go? We're going to Fab Dogs. I told you when I was in Hammond, Louisiana, that we're going to Fab Well, no, I don't want to go. All right, then just go. And then my wife goes, just go. Get dressed. we'll Go. And, you know, this is just regular family stuff. Now, we get there. By, first of all, we get into the parking lot, and one of the kids has a thing. You know, it's, it's, it's like the tracer that comes down from the satellite. that you, We're trying to find fab dogs, and I kept saying, why don't we just look for it? Why don't we just get the street number, and we'll just look for it? No, he's got to do it this way. My wife says, keep quiet. He can do it that way. And, and plus, I like it that way. I like it. It has the GPS on it. And now we're arguing still in the car, and I'm ba- I back off on this, all right? And then we finally, she finds it. Okay. Then the kid finds it. Okay. We pull in. We pull. There wasn't a parking spot near enough, so we park anyway. I said, "Let's just walk. Why don't we just pull out? Why don't we just go here? You know what?" And then I, once again, I did the Vegas dealers clap. I'm not getting involved. Then, the, then the other one says, "I told you, I don't want to go." And I said, "Keep quiet. We're here. We're going." And then, accidentally, my wife goes to yell at one of the kids. This is just family stuff, as you know, if you have a family. There's nothing bad about this. As she goes to yell at one of the kids, she, there was a guy who just kind of darted in front. It wasn't in front of her car, but was about to be in front of her car. And me and one of the other kids went, honey, honey, mom, 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 you know, and, and she got frightened because, well, maybe you would too. Maybe you were frightened just by hearing that through the microphone. Hey, mom, honey, what? Honey, 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 what, what, what? And she jammed on the bread. What are you? Watch out for him. So now she's in a bad mood. We get into the place. She says, I'm taking the menu. I don't want to wait in the place. I want to wait outside. The It's just a regular hot dog place. And the point is we get the, the food, folks, is fabulous. It's no kidding good. It's worth the trip. But it sat in my stomach like a brick because now... The one kid is upset at this kid kid they start, they start punching it 's boys, so they start doing this i don 't want this. can I get this yes i 'll get that can I, you know and plus that we had uh, at any rate though, and then my wife has this, well, this is good they 're still arguing, and i 'm holding the night together with all these different chariot reins, and plus'm the guy wants to say hello, and that 's nice, and you take a This is very sweet it 's great. take a picture sign the wall it 's great it 's great stuff. And yet, this is sitting in my stomach like a brick. Finally, we get back into the car, and now they snap out of it, and they're all giggling. But now, like most men, I think it takes us longer to ramp into anger, and it certainly takes us longer to ramp out of it. So now... That they're out of it, now that they're out of their angers, now that they're giggling and having fun and singing songs and laughing about this and that, now I'm just getting down to a slow simmer, and I am so angry at everything in the world, at everything in this. It's so stupid we went there. I, feel ho- I felt physically horrible because I had, I had too much. I had too hot dogs. They were good. To The Manhattan Dog is great. And I had also the Bald Eagle Dog with their special sauce. It's very, very good. And I had a, well, a Frito Pie, which is, as you know, you've heard of Frito Pies. And it's not a bag of Fritos, I'll tell you. That's got six things on it. And I had that. And I had, uh, I had a Mexican Coke, by the way, which is, as you know, Mexican Coke is different from American Coke because it's made with real sugar cane. And you can see the label on it is it's a product of Mexico. And if you're a connoisseur of Coke, and I still like the American Coke best, I'll tell you why another time, but we saw the bottles in the fridge. The, this was Mexican Coke, and to us, that's like a special night. And I had one of those. By the way, no one has seemed to notice. I think I'm the only one who's ever pointed that out. Yes, it's much better because they use sugar cane. Yes, it has a syrupy quality to it. Yes, but... Isn't there something that we used to hear about actual water from Mexico? Isn't there something I seem to remember from, say, 50 years of tourism of that? Like, don't drink the water anywhere south of this? But so at any rate, it's all sitting in my stomach. And here's what I'm getting to, folks. We've talked about this before, and I love calling this Larry Miller's 10-minute theory of life because the idea is that no matter how angry you get about something, that you're going to get over it. And the only question is how long it takes, and it will be either 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years. It will be one of those. And it's the truth, folks. I've done them all. I recommend 10 minutes. I'm proud to say that again, but it didn't work this time. I couldn't get out of it. I went to sleep angry. You know how they say, you never go to sleep angry. I went to sleep angry. I still kissed everyone, everyone who would let me. <laughs> By the way, the dog still gets the ribbon for the only one who understands me fully. But he, so everyone goes to sleep. I wake up the next day, and I'm still simmering, and I went downstairs to write a little. And in this case, though, it took me 10 hours because a friend, and I have to ask, and I don't want to talk about this because it's very personal, something had a big tragedy in her family, and... We we spoke. She's a very old friend. I'm a very dear friend of their family. Her, her brother is my dearest friend from school. And we're close friends. At any rate, she called and we talked about something. And this is the classic thing. You hate to do this with a tragedy. But finally, just like that, like a pop, like a bubble bursting, I realized, good Lord, what am I even thinking about? And I finally popped out of my anger and we did something we had the most fun in the world we went to something we've done many times we went shopping our supermarket is Ralph's we know what the different Ralph's all up and down Ventura Boulevard and we went shopping just as a family and the kids didn't even want to go but when they got there folks we had so many laughs one is hiding behind the can display one is doing this my wife is my wife we do this once every couple of months she gets so many coupons together she's good at it and we wound up saving by the way a hundred and eight dollars on, you know, say, uh, and it was a big shop. So this was like a $210 shop. This was a huge shop with all sorts of food in it. And so to save $108, the point is we laughed so much that a guy in the aisle noticed. We we were giggling like idiots. We were, we were just laughing and holding on to each other, and we were just, like, slapping each other on the shoulder, laughing so hard. And he was an older guy, and he said to me, he said, uh, you know what? And he had those, those smiling eyes, and he said to me, you know what? He said, it's great to hear people laugh like that. Keep laughing like that because you know what? It's contagious. And he was smiling. I said, you know what, buddy? You are right. It is contagious, isn't it? And he said, well, I, I hope I hear you do it again. I said, what are you talking about again? I'll see you in the next aisle. And we actually did one of those things where you keep seeing the guy in the next aisle. But, folks, we had the best time, and that was where my wife said, why don't you get the bulb for your dopey leg lamp, and I did, and I wanted to tell you two things, and that's why that story blends into something that's actually important that I've been meaning to talk about for several weeks here, and it is this. First of all, we're going to add this every week. All stories, remember, are guaranteed true. Everything I talk about everything we do here, is true. And you know it's true because you hear it in your lives as well. I know that and you know that. It, it's, it gets a seal of truth on it because you can recognize truth. Everyone can, whether it's a voice like this or, or a visual story or performing on stage. Lenny Bruce once said this about audiences. They come from different places. They may not know exactly what you're doing, but together they're a genius. They know everything, and I couldn't agree more. They know every single thing. So... Every week we're just going to say that just to, just to remind ourselves and you there as well that all stories are true here. You know it. Jeff knows it. I know it. Chris may know it, but we don't know now because he's not here. But at any rate, this is something I wanted to get to that is kind of important. As you know, every week, and we're not changing this, but every week, I close by saying a sentiment, and I close my show now. By the way, cocktails with Larry Miller, the the stage show. I close that with this thought too. You know the one, and I'm just gonna. I wanted to explain it, and I'll tell you why. Because the thought itself is that, remember, as always, if you walked out of bed today and you had a job to go to and a home to come back to and someone there who cares about you, that the game's over and you've won, and. We've had people write in. Jeff has gotten a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of emails from people who say, gee, you know what, I'm unemployed now, though, so well, can you change the thought? Because supposing I don't have a job to go to, or someone else says something else. And I wanted to—I've been meaning for a long time to explain that, because it's great to deconstruct things anyway. This is not done, by the way, because someone complained. This is done because I've been meaning to do this, because it's such a keystone thought for me in a way but it's good to explain this and i and i and i think this will be of of some value first of all when i say if you walked out of bed today that means that's a metaphor for are you healthy are you healthy enough to get out of bed now if you're not i'm sorry and you're sorry but that's why it's so astonishing to be If you're healthy in the morning and you can walk out of bed, folks, you know, you need to look around and look up and say thank you, because that is an amazing thing. It's huge. That's like saying, if you have shoes, if you say thank you for shoes, that means a thousand other things, because if you can afford shoes, you probably can afford everything else like a belt and pants and a shirt. So by saying, if you walked out of bed today, to me, that always means that's... A larger umbrella over the thought of, are you alive? Are you healthy enough to get out of bed? And right there, that's an astonishing thing if you can start your day with that. So that's the first part of that. If you walked out of bed today, people have written in sometimes and just said, well, you can't walk out of bed. Is that a joke or something? And no, it's not. It's saying if you're awake and you get another day and you get another chance and you get the gift of another day, It's huge right there, and if you can swing your legs over and walk out of bed, no matter what else happens, that's the start. If you can walk out of bed today, if you, that's why I love starting it by saying, if you walked out of bed today, and that's what that means, and then the next part is, and had a job to go to, now if you don't have a job, of course, number one, you want to get a job. If you're listening to this show, if this is your sense of humor, if this is your if this is something that is resonant to you, of course you want a job. Of course you want to work. Of course you want to pie things for yourself. But the but the the greatness is the beauty is if that's the word if, and if you have a job to go to, folks, that's so huge. Is it the job you want? I don't know. You don't know. Is it the job you're going to get? I don't know. It in a way though, it's also so big that it doesn't matter if you have some job where you can buy food for yourself where if you can do where you you can do the things that most people do you can buy a beer you can watch TV you can do whatever you're going to do hey i like to read a book you can buy that book these are huge things if i ever made a zillion dollars one day and you know what no jokes i i, I don't know if i will you don't know if you will and I'm doing pretty well. It's in show business. I'm, you know, It may not be a ton of dough for show business, but I'm doing all right. It's certainly it's a ton of dough for everything sane in life. And you know what, though? If, if you get some parts, you don't get other parts in my line. You get some jobs, you don't get other jobs. Well, you get a house that's filled up. You get a theater that's filled up. Well, you get the theater that's not filled up. The point is, if you had that job, and whatever you're doing out there, if you have some job, and if you don't, and you want to get a job, and you try to, and you get a job, it's not the one you want... The point is, if you have some job and some way to make some money, that's also huge right there. You can move on from there, and you want to move on from there, but that's huge. So that's, number one, if you walked out of bed today and had a job to go to, that's why these are such huge things to me. And a home to come back to, this is unbelievable. A structure, not a lean-to, some kind of home. You have an apartment. You have Anything at all in life. It doesn't mean that it's a huge... You know what? When my wife and I were married, we used to talk about, well, maybe one day we'll have, oh, there'll be a giant thing. We'll get a giant house or something. You know what? We both knew at the very beginning of our marriage, we've been married 18 years now, we both knew at the very beginning we kind of looked at each other and said, I wouldn't even want that. We wouldn't even want that. Who would want some kind of Citizen Kane mansion where you're walking in front of a fireplace as big as a garage? Who... Who needs these things? So the point is, even if someone, I know this in the fullness of my heart, and I'll bet you, a dollar you do too, if someone gave me a 50-room house and said you can have this for free and live in the rest of your life. It's a mansion on 500 acres, and it's a 50-room mansion, and it'll be maintained perfectly, and you can live there for free for the rest of your life. Now, you can't sell it. It's not fungible. It's not like it's an asset, and you can sell it and take the dough and buy potato chips. You can't do that. That'd be a lot of potato chips, by the way. But the point is, if someone said, you can have that for free, I know with my full heart, I would say, thank you, no. I don't want it. I don't need it. Who would would want a place like that? I so believe in the classic thing, you've got one bed, sleep in that bed. It doesn't matter if you have 50 other beds. It still doesn't mean you're going to get a good night's sleep. If you have 50 other couches in the living room where sometimes one of you in the marriage is forced to sleep, well... It still doesn't matter. You can't get a more comfortable couch than I have right now. And that thing is 18 years old. And so the point is, I wouldn't even want these things. And I'll bet you the same thing. i bet you, dollar again, you wouldn't want them either. If you have a house to come back to, a home to come back to, something that works, where you have a bathroom and you have a kitchen and you have a couch and you have a bed, you know what? And that that's, again, that's immense. And the last one is maybe... It's it's not just the cherry on top. It's It's so hugely important. And someone there who cares about you. Folks, there are a lot of people in the world who have never had someone care about them. There are a lot of people in the world who might not have someone ever care about them. There are a lot of people in the world who haven't had that or don't have that or used to have it or want it again and don't have it now. It's an immense thing. This is why the whole myth of sexuality, that's why it's so much fun to kid about, oh boy, if I sold Linda Carter when I was 15, it just doesn't matter. Because what matters is that you have someone who cares about you and says with a smile, here, why don't you get this light bulb, that'll fix your dopey little lamp, and means it as a joke. Folks, if someone's there who cares about you, that's what I mean by saying and at that point the game's over and you've won. So, I've been meaning to say that in a way to take it apart and enough folks have written and saying either happily about it. I know people love the, the, the thought. I love I know how many folks out there love that thought on this show and respond to it in in my live show even if they've never heard it before, but if they've heard it already, sometimes, you know, people will applaud as they know I'm going into it. Because it's just wonderful. So that's why I say, I hope that helps, though. If some of you think there are, oh, that's a source of anger. Well, I don't have this, and I don't have that. Ah, but that's, number one, that's why I say if. And number two, I hope you do. I really hope you do. Because that's why each of the points on that thing are so important. So, as always, remember... If you walked out of bed today and had a job to go to and a home to come back to, and someone there who cares about you, folks, the game's over and you've won. And that is the truest thing I know, and I hope it's not only true for you, but even truer now that we've taken it apart a little. We'll see you here next week only on Ace Broadcasting, and thanks for coming in. Transcribed for Armed Forces Radio, now in mono.